1: Live from the bunker with some sort of echo because of technology <laughs> that we can't figure out. <laughs> it's you, the No Woo! Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. and technology's fun, right?
1: I hope it's not too annoying. I yeah. You know, for us, it, it may be uh, a little bit annoying, but I I hope you can't hear it too much in the background. Let us know how you feel. I should say already in the chat room. Since this is a live or later show, they're already conversing. They don't need us to start the show. No. They started the show without us.
2: Although the BDG in the chat room is already talking about blocking me.
1: (laughs) Blocking you? Yeah. From your own show? From my own show. (laughs) For what purpose? What happened?
2: I don't know what I did. I did something wrong, though, obviously. You're so
1: offensive, Danae, (laughs) the things that you do. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here with us. And we do look forward to some great conversation today on the Sift Pop. Love Fridays because we get to talk pop culture, especially excited today because we're going to talk a little bit about the upcoming TV season, which we haven't got to talk a lot of television lately.
2: Fall TV.
1: Yeah. So excited to hear what you're excited about, all that kind of stuff. And we'll get into it. But we always start with the movie review. And first, before that, introducing our geek for the week, which once again, two weeks in a row,
2: Josh Isles. It's Josh,
1: everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I I do want to say um, I, I don't want to make this my buried treasure, but um, I I may lose you guys periodically <laughs> because I, even as you were doing the intro, I, lo- I I I fell out again, and I was like, oh, I can't, and I didn't want to be. Hey, hello, are you guys there? We're right in the middle of the intro, so I just kept quiet and texted you. Oh, nice, good. <laughs> but I made it back in time for the intro, so here I am.
2: Yay! When in doubt, keep quiet and text.
3: I wondered why the, I wondered why our
1: echo dropped out for a second. I did, too. I was like,
2: oh, the echo's gone. And then, well, oh. you're our echo person, which is oh, fine.
3: Well, that's what you'll call me.
1: Echo the Echo person. It's
3: my dollhouse na- uh, name.
2: Your dollhouse name. Oh my goodness!
1: Oh wow! I remember dollhouse. I liked yeah.
2: dollhouse. Yeah, me
1: too. That's good stuff.
2: I didn't watch the second season. I don't think.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: I didn't. I don't know how it ended. Abruptly. Did it? Did they ever? <laughs> did they ever kind of like wrap that up?
1: It's a Joss Whedon show, so it ended with a cancellation.
2: Didn't
3: it! <laughs> yes. Poor Joss, right? But but you did see the last two episodes were where you were flung way into the future. So there's a lot of story that you missed, but you got to see how it ended.
1: Yeah, so. yeah, they did. They they did wrap it up. They're like, okay, we're gonna go. This you know, way. We're gonna go five seasons later. Wow. <laughs> Here's what
3: happened. This is okay. what we had planned. Yeah, exactly. Oh, interesting. Okay. Pay hey, no attention to the bad guys that are now good guys and stuff. It was all. <laughs> it was all justified in the storyline.
2: Well, there we go with a little additional <laughs> sift popping. <laughs> That's right. <Yes. laughs> That's right.
1: All right, let's take a, a little gander at Hitman Agent Forty Seven.
2: Here's the trailer. Why
0: don't we start with your name.
1: 47.
0: That's not a name.
1: No. But it is mine.
0: What exactly are you? An assassin. And you're here to kill who? You should really let me go. The last time I checked, you're the one locked in here with me, and I'm the one with the gun. No, Mr. Sanders. You're locked in here with me. And you just brought me mine. Gong,
1: gong,
0: gong.
2: You know, I don't like listening to trailers. I've just decided (laughs) it is so difficult to figure out what is happening if you have no point of reference.
1: And I noticed with this one, before we get into you know reviewing the movie proper, there were so many. They changed the way these lines were said in the trailer to what was actually said in the movie, so that the trailer Uh, would feel more like introducing the topic. That kind of stuff. Yeah. So they totally did, you know, voiceover work that was supposed to look like it was from the movie, but was actually recorded afterwards. It's really interesting yeah. how they do that. Yeah. So, fun stuff. I literally have two pages of notes on this movie. <laughs> 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 for,
3: for a movie like I, that. I think that I am just the opposite, but probably for the same reason. <laughs> That's probably right. <laughs> All right, let's talk in general first. We'll
1: give it the uh, loved
3: it, liked it,
1: um... Indifferent, hated it or disliked it. And Danae we'll start with you.
2: I think I I think I have to say right now I liked it.
1: Okay, Danae liked it. I, I'm
2: I'm middle I'm middle road.
1: Okay, so somewhere between indifferent and liked it. Somewhere yeah, I, in there. I think
2: I'm somewhere in there, yeah.
3: Josh, what about you? Uh, I'm one hundred percent indifferent. Uh, I don't fault it for existing, but I will probably forget everything I saw by the time tomorrow rolls around.
1: Well, this is going to be a fun conversation because I absolutely <laughs> hated it. I thought this movie okay. was awful. Um, so this could be fun. Let's start with the good stuff. Uh, let's uh,
2: dig in. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, for those who have uh, have listened to the Sif Pop before, you're mm-hmm. going to know that I don't usually go in with any point of reference to these movies. Same with this one. I had no idea what was going to be happening. All I knew was that it was like a spy type movie or an agent type, mo- you know, mm-hmm. which was funny at first because we've seen so many spy movies this summer. And so I was thinking it was going to be right in that same genre. I had no idea that this is a... Uh, what, video game?
3: Yes, based off of a video game.
2: And then it's also... It's a,
3: it's a, based off of, uh, it's a sequel to a movie based off of a video correct. game. Correct, correct. It itself is not based on a video game as that's well. Fair. I do not yeah, think, that's a right? fair. Yeah, that's a fair thing to say. Correct. So,
2: yeah, I had no idea what I was in for, really. And they do a nice job at the beginning of this movie kind of setting you up into the world, basically, that there's these superhuman clones that have been created and they've removed emotion and certain things out of their DNA strands so that they can be hitmen um, killing machines killing machines yeah. and that's kind of the whole premise is just uh the the main people in front of us on this film are constantly in a state of hunting somebody or you know working for corporation a or corporation b to kind of battle it out for information or whatever they're looking for and so th- for me it was kind of like okay what world am i in and i was kind of discovering it but after leaving the theater i couldn't really figure out if there was more to it than what I just saw. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, there wasn't anything to take home with me
0: mm-hmm.
2: except for some very uh, memorable visuals. So, unlike you, Josh, I'm not sure that I'm going to be forgetting this one because I, there's some permanent things that might be embedded in my mind because that's just how. This is one of the reasons I don't like seeing movies. Because they will, there's <laughs> Cause part, you can't shake cause them. Because some stuff just stays with you, you know?
1: What did you like, Josh? Um. Um.
3: I <laughs> Are thought you going to give the I, same answer for what you didn't like too? <laughs> uh, maybe no, 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 no. I there's pl- here's the deal. There's plenty. We'll talk about it. There's plenty I didn't like, and I don't think it's a great movie. But uh, the I, I have no opinion one way or the other because I did not expect anything from the movie. Right. So it, it landed exactly how I thought, which I anyway. I thought the main girl was solid. I liked. I, I thought she was fine. And my favorite thing, and my favorite thing in the movie, turned out to be one of the things I hated in the movie. But so I don't know if you, if I should say them both out right now. But, um... Well, my favorite, what, is it going to be considered a spoiler? Well, I'll just tell Not you... Not at all.
1: Here's Not what all. we'll do. I'll just tell you the thing I liked about the movie. And, yes, that was singular. And then <laughs> and then you can go with your thing and then transition us into the things that we didn't like. Unless oh, Danae has perfect. more stuff she wants to talk about that she loved.
2: I do have... I have... Pages of notes, too, of things I found interesting.
1: Okay, so you mentioned the visuals, and that is the one thing about this movie I give it credit for. Are you the,
2: said it was Josh's turn, Aaron.
1: Huh? No, I said I was going to say my thing, my oh. one thing, and yeah, then he that <laughs> I would do that. Sorry about
2: that. Sorry about that. I apologize. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: anyways, I agree with that. The visuals, some of them are uh, memorable and interesting, and some of the martial arts visuals are interesting. Yeah. The way that, you know... The backbend, double gunshot, you know, that kind of stuff is, you know, it's engaging. There's something captivating there. So there were those moments interspersed where I was like, oh, that's fun to look at or interesting way to, you know, kill
2: that person. In the chat where Spartanite says it's a reboot done by the same people who did the original, but they've said it doesn't tie into the first Hitman. Mm. Okay. That's interesting. (laughs) So I guess it's good to know. Yeah, there well, you was can nothing. tell they were
1: trying to reboot a series. It's very obvious they were, you know, hoping to get a, you know, expanded universe out of it. Do you yeah. Think, yeah, With a lot of the choices they made, so seems co- Seems a little cocky. It's <laughs> <seems> a little. Well, <laughs> oh, you guys
2: really didn't like this. <laughs>
1: So what, are, so what are some of the other things you did like Danae? then before we move on we don't want to we don't want to gloss over those if you had other things <laughs> that made you like it
2: I'm getting emotional no um <laughs> so okay there's something really interesting for me about like the mystery the mystery part of the female lead character uh-huh. and like her development was really interesting because and then like each each person was sort of you didn't know if they were for her or against her and so it was that for me was kind of a fun thing and going back to the visuals um even though it's graphic like saw a lot of people getting shot and killed you know and but it wasn't over the top gory and it wasn't you know it wasn't meant to be humorous it was just straight murder you know Mm -hmm. so part of it was like really serious and jarring um but i don't know i thought it was really clean looking it was very architectural that's what i keep thinking of there were clean lines and I thought parts of it were really gorgeous in that way. I'm like, wow, look at these sets. These are kind mm-hmm. of fun. But maybe it's because I don't see a lot of movies and I have a really weird standard. I have no idea. No, I
1: think, I think you're right to pick up on the visuals. I really do. Um, I mean, this it's, movie it's is
3: clearly an international, like, push. It's, yes. not, it's not an America. it's not like – they're not trying to make their money just in America. It is a – like, the, the cast is international – the sets are which I international. Also liked. Yeah, and and that's like you're right. The like the build, like the the buildings and stuff are really pretty. And
2: yeah, and I mean there so. was a really cool. There's a couple really cool scenes that you know where there's some action going on. So I was like I was in it the whole time, and I guess I didn't really care that there wasn't a lot of depth going on as far right. as the plot line, which I know is one of like the huge.
0: Oh, we'll get that... there. Oh, we will get there.
2: <laughs> Which I'm, I, I am excited. There were a couple of things I, I didn't like. We can get to that um, here in just a second. Though. So,
1: Josh, tell us the thing you did like and then how it ties into the transitioning us into the stuff we don't like.
3: Um, There is a 45-second song that starts up at the end, like when they are about to launch into a big fight at the end. And this song is perfect, and I'm like, awesome, we are going to see some really great, it's good work, I'm about to watch a music video to this song of them just going in and being assassins, and I loved it. And then the song ends right before they do anything. (laughs) But as they get on an elevator, the song turns off, and then it goes back to the same old theme that we've heard a thousand times, and that's the theme they use for the fight, and I was... This was at the end of the movie anyway, when I was like, finally something that I that I'm really like that like it's the only thing that made me sit up in my seat is this song. I was like, All right, I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 in now. And then they're like and then they just said, Just kidding. This is we're not gonna use this song at all. This is we only we only bought 45 seconds of this song. <laughs> and it's gonna get these characters from the battle to the elevator before they have their next battle.
2: The only thing anyway. that got Aaron out of his seat was he had to lean forward to take more notes.
3: <laughs> it's his little right. pin flashlight yeah um,
2: we, were, we were i ran
3: out of
1: ink i had to, I had to look at my wife's purse for another pin
2: the bdg wanted to know if it was a toby mack song in the chat
3: <laughs> that was i don't remember it was just this kind of cool like surf punk homage thing that um that was you know had a little tarantino feel like kind of a 60s surf punk but it was kind of modern i don't know it was just really interesting that touches um, on
1: on One of the major issues I had, and yes, that's issues plural. Um, the, the main one being it seemed like you came to the end of scenes and were like, Oh, I get that I'm supposed to think that was cool, but I don't remember. <laughs> but I don't Assumptive. remember. It was assuming it yeah, again, yes. it was like, But I don't remember what it was about that that I was supposed to think was so cool. Like, You're I'm taking
2: thinking about like the action, or? yeah, yeah, okay. like towards
1: the beginning, there's uh, you know, this real brief shoot 'em out, and the whole thing is shadowed and strobe lights okay, or whatever. That drove me crazy. And I couldn't see anything that was going on. I could just tell he was shooting a bunch of people, but I couldn't tell who they were or, you know, why they mattered. And then we get to the end, and, like, he strikes this pose, and I'm like, I guess, yeah. You know? It's like, I don't know. What, <laughs> what, just, what just happened? Well,
2: you're right, though. That's that's something I was experiencing, but I don't, I don't know that it bothered me as much at the right. time because I was so visually – because there's n- nothing quite like sitting in a theater for, like, Thirty to forty-five solid seconds of strobe light action. <laughs> it was a little over the top. In fact, I with wrote no it down
3: warning, with, with no warning. With no yeah. warning for epileptic epileptic people. I
2: thought about that while I was watching. I was like, "This is a lot of strobe light." <laughs> and it was just constant. But
3: well, go ahead. Sorry. The main
2: character has no emotion, and so maybe that's part of why we couldn't really emote with him mm-hmm. and then the next character also she's struggling with her emotion uh-huh. can't connect with her
1: you're touching on another one of my major issues but go ahead josh
3: well i was gonna go to the you're talking about the strobe lights and those visuals that yeah. see that's the stuff that you guys both had some positive things to say and i think that they were like they did their job right but i i don't there's nothing in there that i haven't seen that's not interchangeable with like every transporter movie or ever like like it was 100. This movie is 100% interchangeable with a style, style direction shots, like the slow-mos of guns and all that stuff that is fun and interesting, but it's like, it's not, there's nothing new about it. So the strobe light, like that's how I felt going into it too. That's how I felt about the whole movie though, is like, I'm supposed to think this is cool because this is the vernacular of action movies right now. But I, I like don't assu- you can't make that assumption. That right, people right. automatically. You know what I mean? Like we've seen this. If you're gonna do it, show me something new. If you're gonna show me a, a car chase in a in a, a parking garage, that's a spoiler.
2: Right, that's a spoiler.
3: Ha, ha, no, it's not. That's in the, literally every action movie ever. That's, that's my point. It's everywhere. Like you guys, if you're gonna do that, like find a way to make it interesting like and it was it was I, that i am not going to lie i almost fell asleep in this movie two two different times and one of the times was during the car chase
1: well, anyway and i think go that on. goes to what denae was saying about these are emotionless people and so it becomes hard to connect to them in some ways uh, despite the fact that they're trying to find emotion they're trying to find something to care about we don't have a lot yeah. to care about so when the when the guns aren't firing I'm not invested in anything. Like, I just, I don't care about these people. I'm not invested in them getting there. Because for
2: me, it was just like, okay, I want to solve a mystery. I want to have, you know, a a string tied at the end of this. I don't, so I'm along for this mystery. And the mystery, you know, is they're all searching for this, you know, particular thing. And so I'm like, are they going to find it? And then when we're moving into that next part, like, what is the next mystery? Like, what's going to happen next? That's really where I was. Invested yeah, it's is what's like, gonna it's happen. it's like an next.
1: amazing like it should be like an amazing domino setup right where it's like you're watching the dominoes fall but in the same way that I don't I'm not personally invested in the dominoes I'm not personally invested in the mechanics of what's going on here you know it's just oh, yeah. it's just not something that that draws me along I'm also
2: wondering if it struck me differently because I don't go see movies like this like mm. you know what I you know what I mean right
1: You haven't seen this a million car chase times. movie
2: Yeah exactly yeah. This is not to me This is something that is a little bit more unique because the only reason I watch movies is because you guys like to listen to the, the reviews <laughs> I do this for you <laughs> I walk into the theater not for myself <laughs> But so we have something to talk about which is is great and fun But yeah.
1: And I think it's I think it's also uh, one of the things I love about having you on the show and, and kind of what makes this unique in, in a way is that we have a member watching these movies who, if they weren't on the show, would never watch any of these movies where Josh and I would go see a lot of these movies, you know, maybe not, not every, this one. Not
3: this one. That's, that's true.
1: <laughs> but, you know, but um, a lot of these. Yes. But a lot of them. So it, I think it makes it interesting. And I love hearing I your would watch this one
3: on DVD. I'd yeah. watch
1: it on Blu-ray, Blu- I'd watch just it. to kind of see if it was cool and, yeah, and lived but, up to what I wanted to do. Yeah,
2: yeah. If you just want to have like this, this would be an easy. It's an easy movie to watch because you're not going to be missing anything. If the all the things that are developing are going to be handed to you, and that was the other part. Watching, I didn't know if that was going to be the case. I didn't know if I was in for something where. You know, in the background, there was a mystery kind of triggering through the whole thing. And then it was all going to, at the end, I was going to be surprised by something, mm. you know. Yeah. And that doesn't happen in this movie, which... You
1: know, we can talk more about that in the spoilers. Yeah. When we talk spoilers uh, I, in that additional section. But, I
3: want to mention, while you guys are talking about the characters and that they're. it's hard to get vested in them, I don't think that the, the lead actor, uh, Agent 47, I don't think the actor himself did a service to that either because timothy oliphant if i'm saying his name right from the first one played the basically the same makeup he's the same chemical makeup he's a character without emotion that's been programmed to be an assassin wearing or the same black
1: suit and red tie same
3: yeah absolutely only he found a way to make that character and it's not this i don't think it's the script i think it's the actor knew like even if you're playing somebody that's not supposed to have emotion. Like you can still play in intensity, That's and this right. other guy was just like you know, Roger from down the street, who <laughs> it, you know, who's trying to say tough guy lines and struggling with an American accent the whole time, too. And the few lines that he does have to say, it's and the- those few, those few lines that we've heard in every other movie ever on the face of action cinema.
2: I don't know. I didn't pick up on that (laughs) stuff. I really didn't. Like, I thought that at first, you know, you've got this Agent 47. And then all of a sudden, part of his character develops in a way that I wasn't expecting at all, where all of a sudden he's speaking more, he's talking to another character more. And kind of guiding this character, so it shows a part of his personality. There's back, there's like this whole backstory to him that gives him a level of emotion and complexity that wasn't expected. And so I found myself actually like I don't know, I just had a different experience. That's great,
1: and I and I love that. You know, for me, that backstory, unfortunately, most of it was told to me through voiceover, which I always hate as well. You know, there was a lot of verbal exposition in this movie. Yeah, and um and so I didn't really connect to. It's harder to connect it to a person when it's uh, voiceover. You know, if you see it happen to them, you connect to them deeper. And so, you know, there just there weren't enough moments like that for me. Um,
2: Let's I, go into our final kind of thoughts here and before we transition into... Yeah, let, can, I just,
1: can I just rant for like three minutes? I've got a list here and this is the right. only place... All right, everybody. This is the only place I get to get this out. Here we you go. Know? Here
2: we go. Ready? Because I don't
1: have this much time anywhere else. Here you, go. Here you go. All right. So, uh, first of all... And um, we'll just
3: say whether we agree or we don't. Yeah, that Farm's works cake. that works fine. <laughs> that works fine.
1: Uh, I think one of the things they should have taught their agents was how to run. This guy walks everywhere. You know, it would be more efficient for him to run sometimes. <laughs> he walks everywhere. Nobody thinks smart. Every Everything's in slow motion. Right, oh, it's an you know? agree-disagree thing. Yes. <laughs> I
2: disagree.
3: I, I agree. <laughs>
1: okay. um, the moment in the movie where uh, the character gets, um, the female character gets shot, and I won't give too much away about it, but she has a grazing on her arm. And the character who we haven't even mentioned is Siler from the old heroes. Um, his name's slipping my mind. Says something like, "You're gonna be okay." Quinto. yeah, Quinto, Zachary Quinto says, "You're gonna be okay." Yeah, really? You think she's gonna survive that little scratch on her arm? I think maybe she will. <laughs> but, like that kind of
2: stuff. But it's but
1: like he did that. For,
2: <laughs> he did that for a reason. He did that for an emotional reaction. I know, but there is no emotion to it. It's a scratch. It's like there's (laughs) nothing there. He was trying to get her trust. Disagree.
1: All right. Um, uh, agree. <laughs> there's an entire there's an entire section. I could tell the video game fingerprints over this movie as well. There's an entire section where a character avoids cameras. That is in every game ever made. Uh, where yes. like from Zelda on, where there's this moment where you have to avoid looking at you know the guards seeing you, and it felt like a video game sequence for like five minutes of her just you know avoiding cameras. So that kind of stuck out to me as well.
2: Um, mm. I like it. I will
1: point. agree. It did not
3: stick out to me, but I'll agree. Uh,
2: uh, yes, it's in movie. Uh, is, is a, yes, technically that is in, <laughs> in video games. Yes. <laughs> he,
3: he phrased that one a little
1: weird yeah, for right? us. Like, but I don't but know we'll exactly
2: what I'm. Okay, go ahead.
1: And finally, we get to the crux of the message of this movie about free will. And we're spending it in a room with two characters who we just met and we don't even really know yet. And they're trying to invest us in like the, the deeper themes of this movie and I just I couldn't buy into them because I didn't even know these guys yet. I
2: completely agree with you on that yeah, one. I
1: agree. I yeah. completely
2: agree with you on that one. There's a there's a couple of moments where and this is probably so much more amplified for you guys, but you know, where they're they're saying lines that you would completely expect from characters who you know are clones or whatever who are mm-hmm. trying to find their, their way. It's it is exactly what you would expect and I did find myself kind of going this is the most superficial layer of conversation to expect in this kind of a scenario
1: yeah yeah so it's just a lot of stuff like that and I I have more but I'm not gonna go you really do I really have a huge list. (laughs)
2: I'm looking across the table here and there is no joke a list an entire page long of
1: things. One of one of my uh, one of my notes just says Wilhelm scream. Really?
2: I know. I, okay. Okay. Can we talk about the Wilhelm scream? Hold on.
3: Did you hear me clapping from over here?
2: <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Let's let it, let's talk about that for just a second. I didn't even know what that was until you taught it to me. Yeah. And so when I heard it, I got so excited. I was like, oh, I know what that was. I got so happy. Uh, so I thought that, that was like, isn't that what? It's kind of fun for filmmaker to uh, well, do. Well,
1: yeah, but anymore it's, I mean, everybody knows it. And in a situation, like, I mean, the guy, I mean, it was when a guy fell into basically a, a human paper shredder and, uh, and he did the Wilhelm scream. Like, If you don't know what that is, uh, just it's go- really Google famous it. from the Steven Google Spielberg Google it movies. because it's yeah. more
3: interesting than the movie.
2: Yeah, that's it, right. Okay, that's, that's probably correct. A Wilhelm scream <laughs>
1: compilation video on YouTube instead of this movie. That's our ultimate recommendation, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I didn't have a good time. So, overall, do we have anything else we want to mention about this? Or we can just say that Danae liked it better than us and...
2: Yeah, for sure, right?
1: Um, I,
3: I I do want to say that they did it again, like so many movies do. The trailer, and I know you, you didn't watch the trailer, probably, Danae. And I watched it, and I didn't even pay attention to it because I'm like, I'll never watch this movie, uh, except for maybe years later on Blu-ray. Um, but the the trailer covers the the first like uh, the first 45 minutes of the movie. You're waiting for what happened in the trailer to happen. Because you know it's going to happen, and it's a oh, huge... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a huge... There's supposed to be a huge plot twist, and it's just like, we saw
2: it in but the trailer. But I didn't, but I didn't, so I don't even know, know. what you're talking about. Which
3: is great, and
1: another so maybe, recommendation for not watching trailers. Maybe what we can yep, do is absolutely. we'll hit that more
2: in the spoilers. Yeah, we'll
1: definitely hit that more in the spoilers. I would
2: definitely say this is not a movie for anyone who doesn't like to see people getting shot. Just be, you know, for real. This is a, it's a violent movie. Um,
1: didn't you feel like other than the violence, it might've been PG 13 and maybe a couple, yeah, a couple swear yeah, words
2: because it really was pretty tame. The, the rest, rest of it, the rest yeah, of the content was yeah. pretty tame. And, and to, and in that regard, it was kind of like something that you, if, if the violence were toned down and there wasn't, you know, so gory at some parts, I mean, i have seen some gore stuff in the past. It's not even close to that, but right. for the, for what, it, for what it actually was, it could be something that would just play on TV. Like this is something that maybe you would want to watch on TV if you've got nothing better to do.
3: Yeah, and or I- or if you have some work to do to get done, like some paperwork, put it on in the background while you're doing something. else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: yeah, ride ride the somewhat, um, you know, the excitement. You can you can have this in the background and. With all of the music and fast-paced stuff, you can have some adrenaline and get your paper done.
1: My one final thing is the computer graphics in this were everything I hate about what movies do to computer screens in yeah. computer environments. It's I thought like about nobody that too. would ever design a computer environment like that. It just looks that way to look pretty. <laughs> That's right. Everything that Mr. Robot gets right about computers, this movie gets wrong about computers. They u- oh, But they nice.
2: use that to help tell the story. Yeah. I mean... It's it's very I mean, it's distracting so, to me so much so as the very very beginning of this movie when when he's ta- there there's several cars that have been tagged mm-hmm. and they call it's it's one two and three like <laughs>
3: yeah. each
2: of them are labeled so yeah. you know I
3: believe it even says A, a- B and Audi. C a-, a B and C A, a- B a- C C and C and it says yeah. the type of the model of the car yes. yeah yeah so I'm sure
1: I'm sure Audi paid big bucks for their technology to work that way so yeah,
3: yeah. there's a few things in this that felt like maybe it was a 16 year old boy's version of what like, would be cool. Yeah, you know. Well, what I we mean? live like, in a world a t- where they
2: can make them. Cause I, I don't know. There, there's a couple of places, um, like sets, like a uh, offices and things, and it's just like a lot of white. And I'm wondering if they chose that so that they could overlay all the computer stuff.
1: I just realized during the time but, when I went through my rants and you were agreeing or disagreeing, I should have given you the sound effects, and you could have been like,
2: mm. Oh, <laughs> we forgot to use our sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> well let's go ahead and move on yeah. uh, to let's talk uh, a
1: little bit about Patreon first
2: you know on Patreon it's kind of like a Kickstarter where people can every month give support to shoe the Dough live to go towards sustaining the studio and moving into the next phase of what we're going to be doing which is adding a third day for this show where we will be live three days a week. And your support is what makes this possible. If you've been considering just giving a few dollars a month, we actually had another person join us since our last show. So we're getting a little bit closer towards our next goal. But if you've been thinking about giving either a dollar a month or $10 a month, it really does help. Everybody just kind of jumping in to make this place possible. Shoe the Dough is something where we, we really want to give people a platform to talk from their heart. Uh, you've probably heard that as we go and do different segments. And right now we're talking pop culture, but we do a lot more. And we want to give people a space to just have their heart and passions be heard. And you help to make that possible with whatever whatever you can do. So our uh, site is patreon.com slash Aaron and Danae.
1: Most of our donors do $3 a month. Yep. That's the most popular uh, uh, donation gift to us to help us do this. So if you think about that, think about what three bucks every month looks like for you and how that might help us, we would really, really appreciate it. And the truth of the matter is, if 10 more people do that, we'll ha- add another show every week. So we're excited. There.
2: One with or without echoes? We're not sure.
1: <laughs> we'll clear these echoes out. We'll, we'll, we'll figure, figure it out. It I don't out. even know how bad they are in the final product. I just know they're in our headphones pretty strong. They so. are in our
2: headphones. So. Uh, the BDG... Um, well, Part of your support on Patreon makes it possible for us to have this chat room here and the BDG just said, What? No Wilhelm scream. So we need to add that onto our soundboard.
1: That's true. We need to get that on the soundboard. For sure. And we should mention we didn't we didn't say hey to everybody. Um I see Humberto. I see Bonnie. <laughs> I see Jennifer. I see Ida. I see Brenton.
2: Thank this is kind of creepy. What are you doing?
1: Thank you guys for joining us. That was a callback to last episode. We did that last week. Oh. When it was, yeah, was I was a paying attention.
2: <laughs> Sorry about that.
1: <laughs> All right, let's move on. We did want to hit just quickly, and we'll just talk about this really briefly, straight out of Compton, uh, because it kind of blew up last weekend and surprise hit, number one at the box office, making a lot of a dollars and a lot of people chatting about it. And I know neither of you, I don't think either of you have seen it. I have. But if you guys have any questions about it or any just kind of general conversation... Um, I would love to chat about that just for a second because it seems like an important movie to look at and explore, you know, especially with the topics that it deals with. It's not just about rap, that's for sure. Well, I was excited
2: because we actually put up a poll onto Band, our Aaron and Danae Band group that we have. Band is a free group app that we use to communicate. We put a poll out for which movie to review and Straight Outta Compton was one of them. Uh, Hitman, Agent 47 was the other one. uh, this one, Agent 47, got more votes, so that's the one we went to go review. So I am glad we're going to take just a teeny bit of time here to talk about it. I don't really have a lot of questions. I think, you know, for me, I kind of have an understanding of, like, the background. But what I thought maybe you could hit a little bit more on is just they had to keep a lot out of this movie. Those who know about the characters in this film and know about the history go in, and one of the most common things I keep reading about is, well, here's the other stuff that we want to get attention because now that there's been such attention brought to the history of rap music in this way you know there's more things that people are like in this and this and it's, it's kind of like the light is shining on this like section of our mm-hmm. history our pop culture history and our musical history mm-hmm. that's finally getting some attention so
1: I, that was exactly the feeling I had and the number one thing I said which was there's just not enough time like in they and it's a two and a half hour movie and you just go away feeling like maybe this would have been better as a miniseries mm-hmm. of some sort on T V or something. Like you just feel like there's so much more they could have explored, both in the time frame they use and in the following decades. You know, that just it feels like Doctor Dre's career has had such an interesting impact on music and continues to till this day, it would be interesting to see like all that stuff. Continued on.
2: And uh, Josh, before we uh, hop back over to you, did you know that they're planning a sequel already?
1: I did not. Um, Aaron, did you know that? I did not. That's great. I... It
2: says a uh, sequel plan for Snoop Dogg, uh, Dog, or Snoop, Dog Pound, and Tupac.
1: I was going to say the Tupac Biggie stuff has to. It
2: has to come up sometime. Right. You know?
1: So it just it becomes really interesting. So
2: they're going to continue to kind of, I guess, highlight, but I'm wondering now that they've got. Uh, this knowledge that it was such a great hit. I wonder if it'll suffer a little bit from having too much support. Do you know what I mean? Like where they just dump in a whole bunch of money and then it just,
1: yeah. Anyway, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It could be interesting. Josh, did you have any thoughts, questions that, you know, as you look at the movie and kind of the impact it's had?
3: Well, I think we answered the first question of should I've watched that instead of Agent Forty Seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I will say this is this is one of those movies that when it first uh, the the buzz first started about it, I'm like, oh, that's interesting, but uh, I'm I'm good. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, anything I know about Ice Cube is basically his acting career. Anyway, you know, I I, I never listened to the music. I I grew up in that era, um, but. I w- it was never my subculture. Um, right. My my, my very uh, sheltered Nazarene sub- <laughs> subculture. We didn't we didn't get a lot of NWA, you know, on <laughs> na- our family Naz- on our family radio. NWA meant something else, yeah. yeah na- Nazarene's Nazarene with attitude. Yeah. <laughs> N- Nazarene worship uh, action or <laughs> something. Yeah. Um, but I will say, as it's grown, all this stuff's grown. Like, um, I I'm really interested to see it now. Um, Uh, the, the first thing I saw about it was the, um, the controversy over the casting call. And I say controversy, I don't even know if it's a controversy. I just know that that, it seems like people were trying to look for, that's the wrong thing. It seems like as soon as the movie became successful, like a lot of things are, there is, there's some backlash about it if it's based on a true story. Like you, like you talked about today, some of the stuff that was left out, which seems like legitimate elements. But if it's a two and a half hour movie and there's not room, that's one thing but the other thing was this the the i don't know if you guys saw anything about the racist casting call is what it's called the
1: um no tell me about it
3: uh um um it's a i had it pulled up a second ago, but then uh whenever I thought I was gonna lose my computer i I closed my tabs <laughs> <laughs> um it's basically it was the casting call for ladies. Um, I'm gonna uh, maybe I'll read you a couple of highlights. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. Uh, yeah. Um, and it's from a couple of different uh, sources or whatever, but um, it's a it starts out a normal SAG or non-union casting notice for females all ethnicities, but they label these girls. A girls are the hottest of the hot. Uh, real hair, no extensions, very classy, great bodies. You know. Uh, you can be black, white, Asian, Hispanic, Middle Eastern, or mixed race too. Age eighteen to thirty. Whatever you know, mm-hmm. it's no, it's nothing new for casting calls right. to yeah, be yeah, specific. Sure. with how you look. B girls, they're fine girls, long natural hair, really nice. Basically, it just goes down. But the problem is how they classify. Um, uh, like C girls. Um, uh, they have to be African American girls, medium to light skinned with with a weave, Um, you know, same thing. And then the D girls, (laughs) these are African-American girls, poor, not in good shape, medium to dark skin tone yeah anyway basically there's a there's a spe- specificity to the color of the skin in the a b c and d girls that that people are oh i see about. I see. so th- when they start they're... to
1: specify race they also specify other indicators like
2: poor like poor or, and,
1: yeah yeah but, uh, but if they're trying uh, but, uh, to
2: tell a story and they're trying to recreate a real moment i can see why they would have sure. to get specific you know, if they're trying to keep the truth. Sure, true, I, I
3: think one of the big things, though, is a girls. You know, can be black, white, Asian, Hispanic, Middle Eastern, or mixed race. But when you get down to D girls, these are African American girls. Yeah, yeah. like I, they're they're. I, I'm I'm just I'm just. These are the, it's a few sites that have you know posted it. I as an actor like. I'll say that's not the most offensive casting notice <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> we see some pretty terrible things, you know, some pretty ignorant, uh, yeah. you know, references. Well, anytime and stuff.
2: there's a success, there's going to be people that kind of come out, you know, and and try to sure be negative about it. And there are other negative things coming out, specifically about like Dr. Dre and his treatment of women. He's, yeah. there's a lot yeah, of women that are coming one, forward. Yeah. They're talking about his abuse background, and here's what didn't make the movie, and. You know, so there's there's going to be more stuff that comes out into I will light. say
1: a lot, it doesn't make them come off like shining examples of, you right. know, people. Right, I like that you said that like too. I, I, there, It certainly, I think, is honest, at least about when they were younger, about uh, how they treated women, how they treated others, that right. they, they weren't, you know great dudes in a lot of ways, but they did have something important to say to culture. And the movie also highlights that as well.
2: Silly, silly gangsters. So (laughs) that's what the the movie should have been called.
1: (laughs) Silly, silly gangsters. I think it would have done so much better.
3: (laughs) There was also something with the, um, with some of the, the Dr. Dre issues there, the director of the movie was worked with one of the girls who was the victim, uh, so there was some, some. Did I read that right? There I don't somewhere. know. I I really I I can't. There was there I was there, there was, was a lot of that stuff. It's yeah, where the people. director of the movie, well, I mean, obviously the producers, but everybody who are behind the camera, you know, that was about them on camera, and of course there's going to be a muddy sort of transition and.
1: So despite the off the camera you know stuff you'll hear I think the on the camera stuff is pretty impressive the performances are amazing the cameos are incredible I mean the people that they get to play these people I mean Ice Cube's son plays Ice Cube which is genius He perfect casting looks just yeah. like him um so there's a lot of interesting things here but let's move on let's uh we've got a lot of television to talk about and just a few minutes to do so what we'd like to do is we looked at all the new shows coming out this fall
2: oh ooh, i linked it in the chat earlier i'm going to go ahead and do that again for all of you guys so you can see this massive mega list of stuff.
1: and we're each just going to pick a couple shows that we're looking forward to one we're curious about and maybe one that we think will be uh kind of a facepalm or a mega fail um, and Josh, I'd like to start with you. What are you excited
3: about? Um, so I think I, I do want to qualify. All of my excitement is always, a, um, a reserved excitement. Oh, of course. When it comes to the, you know, especially when it's network shows, cause they get so much wrong that I'm so much so excited for. Um, but I, w- I will say the no brainer. Number one, no brainer for me is the Muppets. I'm really pumped about seeing the new Muppets. Um, even when the Muppets have been bad, I've enjoyed them. Um, so I'm curious to, with the new format how it's going to roll. And now that Piggy um,
1: and uh, and Kermit are broken up, you know, for the show,
2: it starts off by saying, "This time it's for grown-ups. The mockumentary will take a look at personal lives, both at home and work, of Kermit, Miss Piggy, and the rest of the gang.
0: Yeah, well, I'll
3: say it's it's more inter That's more interesting storyline, and you know how how do you sustain them trying to stay together versus getting them back together, which I think is all it is. It's, I think they're just setting it up so they can fall back in love and have an or- arc for the story. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong. That would be my guess. Could be. Um, uh, I'm excited about Minority Report. Um, I love the movie. Um, I love when TV tries some of the, the, the bolder sci-fi stuff, on net- even on networks and stuff. Uh, it doesn't always land. but um, It's you know, interesting it's- that
1: we have two of those type shows coming out this same new season limitless is the other one based on a sci-fi oh, there were tons movie. of the same yeah. themes yeah. in this so the
2: minority report was on my list too 10 years after the events of tom Cruise's movie of the same name the precogged dash struggles to live a normal life he gets help from a detective and finds a purpose for his powers
1: minority report also on my list as well so so was the muppets Muppets was not on my okay. top three. So so oh, far, Josh, we're tit for that's tat. weird. It's
3: not, for, it's not it's weird. It's not on your list. Yeah, man. Oh. I, I mean, I'm re- I'm looking forward to it. It just didn't make my top three. Gotcha. My my number three was a weird one that I and and I put it on here because I came across it about a month ago. I saw it on Crackle and I was like, wait, I gotta watch this. And it was like, it was just the trailer for it coming out. And so, it's got a weird sort of they they've done a really good job of like. Piquing my interest and in, like the anticipate, like the supply and demand. You know, <laughs> they've created a demand for me by the trailer. Uh, but Super Mansion, which is Super the- Mansion, it's an animated um, about a you know a you know a down and out superhero. Um, kind of uh, you have to look at, it, but it's Brian Brian Cranston's uh, baby. Huh. Um and Interesting. he plays the voice of the, the lead guy. But it lo- the tra I don't know a ton about it other than like the tra like their little teaser they have on, on Crackle really it got me in and I was mad that I couldn't start watching it, you know, then and so it's been on my radar. So I didn't then. see
1: that on the list. Do you know what that's where that which uh channel that's airing on? Uh it's crackle. Okay, so it's airing online.
3: It's a yeah, it's a crackle okay. original.
1: Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I might have to check that out. For sure, um, the other one I didn't see on there, and um, actually it starts this Sunday, is uh, *Fear the Walking Dead*, uh, which is another one that a lot of people are excited about—the *Walking Dead* um, prequel. I saw, I saw it.
2: it
3: was on. It was on the actual Ew schedule list. And
2: no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry, that's actually on my question mark one. Um, are we doing just what we like right now? Yeah, we we're just whole, doing our top us. three right now. All right, so there's my top three.
1: Okay, Danae, what was your third? Uh,
2: well. <laughs> So most of them were on my what in the world is this list um sure. but the only one that I was like hmm maybe so I put it on this one was Uncle Buck Interesting And here's 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 a why Here's why I was like oh that's interesting I never saw the original mo- the, the movie, <laughs> and I remember everyone telling me that I should watch it. They're like, oh, you never seen Uncle Buck? And so now here it is on TV. So, so it's an
1: excuse not to have to watch the movie people have told you to see.
2: <laughs> I guess it's about a uncle that has to go live with people and becomes kind of like a babysitter for the kids. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I think sometimes yeah. that's fun because I am that non-parent adult mm-hmm. that when I get around kids, it's just like, I don't even know. Sure. What, what right. I'm supposed? I'll like, give
3: that. I'll give that one a chance too. It's just not my top three, but I'll give it a chance. I'll try it once. I have
2: to be honest, there were 45, <laughs> and none of them were like I was just like this is really what's going to be on TV. Okay, I'll tell so. you the
1: two that made my list that didn't make either of your lists. Uh, one was Heroes Reborn, which I can't believe neither of you mentioned. The new Boo. heroes.
3: Really. <laughs> Oh. I, I, I fell out of the first c- series like uh, six episodes in, or maybe eight episodes in. Like I got so I was so over it immediately. Oh, and I, I love, love that. That's that genre stuff. But that show was so such a t- it was a bad written show for me. Yes. Um, no. I, and I so I'm I'm very I would I'm skeptical. I might I might try it, but I, there's no way I would. But out of spite, I would, there's no way I'd put it on. The but top of my
1: here's list. what brought me in. <laughs> Zachary Levi.
2: Who's Zachary Levi?
3: Chuck. Who's Chuck?
2: (laughs) I have have some Googling to do. (laughs) The the
3: host of Geeks Who Um, (laughs) Dream? Yeah, something
1: like that. He was on, okay, you like uh, Felicia Day, right? I do
2: like Felicia Day. She did
1: an Escape Room video recently with Seth Green and Zachary Levi. He was the taller guy of the two guys that went into the escape room with her.
2: Okay. He was the tall guy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. Guy.
2: Good connection.
1: Welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I, lo- I love that guy, too. I really do. Uh, yeah. Uh, so what was
2: your second one, Aaron? Uh,
1: the other one that didn't uh, make you guys' list that made mine was um, "Blind Spot," And it may be the one I'm most excited about because it's high concept. And I'm a sucker for high concept shows. So, I
3: am too, but I don't remember seeing that one on the list. Honestly.
1: So, Blind Spot is about they find a woman, and she is completely tattooed. This, and,
2: okay, yes, I saw this one. Yeah. I have it written down for another reason.
1: Okay, we'll okay. get we'll get there. So she's, she's completely tattooed, and the whole show is to solve the mystery, you know, of what these tattoos mean. The
2: picture is of her coming out of a burlap bag in the middle of Times Square naked. Yes,
1: yes. exactly that. So they find her in oh, Times wow. Square. She's completely naked. She's got all these tattoos, and they're trying to figure out. And the
2: FBI is, like, following her. The reason I wrote that one down is these kinds of shows... What I end up doing is I'm constantly looking for uh, incongruity with tattoos (laughs) because unless this actress is really tattooed, they're going to have to. I mean, she has tattoos all over her. So that's a lot of things that they have to make sure are in the same place. And one of them is like the solid black chunk. And so I was like the one episode, if I watch this, the one episode where that's like in a different spot, I'd be like, I'm out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a a lot to commit to when you're doing something like that.
3: Unless they're real well, I'm just kidding.
2: unless they're real and I don't hey, I have no idea.
3: I have a question for you, Aaron. Yeah, so yeah. with these types of movies, I, like our TV shows, I do get excited about this concept where but it always feels like the show inevitably becomes really slow moving. Because they they can't reveal, so they have they have to parse out their reveals. So instead of so the mystery isn't about like getting little morsels of a mystery. It ends up you're like they don't know how long it's going to go on. So if it's a six episode or sorry six season right. uh, show by the sixth season, like I'm I'm over. I'm like you should have told me something here's, important here's, by that. You I know?
1: I agree. I totally agree, and I think Prison Break suffered from this as well. Speaking of mm-hmm. tattoos in high concept, I think
3: that's the perfect example. I so
1: um here's the thing i love the word now anthology i love anthology series where you do a season yeah. that's in one story and then you'd go from the same universe but to do a completely different story the next season i think prison yeah. break should have been an anthology anthology show and sure. i wonder if something like this should be an anthology show where they they tell the entire story over one season and then a new high concept person ends up in the middle of Times Square with something new that they have to figure out for the next season or whatever.
3: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: I love that kind of idea. Cause you're right, you're right. If you try to stretch things out, it becomes a little bit, you know, worrisome, a little bit problem problemsome. Problem or you have
3: entire seasons of the series where it's just about somebody trying to get to a boat.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. You have
3: filler filler seasons. All right, what are you um, curious
1: about quickly? Because we'll we'll need to wrap this up. So Josh, what are you curious about this season?
3: Um, there's two. Um, Ash versus the Evil Dead. Um, I'm curious, but I'm not sold. Um, and Fear of the Walking Dead. I'm curious, but I I am not a huge like I'm not in all in on Walking Dead anymore. I I was in for like three seasons, and then I kind of got burnt. But this one re- just it reeks of Caprica. <laughs> which was, you know, is that the Gatt Battle Galactia? Galactica, yeah, that was yeah, it yeah. was basically it, it's literally the same thing. It's yeah. the Caprica is how, you know, the the Cylons be, gained power before Battlestar Galactica. So this is like how this is, you know, patient 0 of the the zombie apocalypse. Um so again, it's the same sort. of... It's even a little bit like what we talked about with Blind Spot, like you know where it's going. You know what I mean? Like I I know it's gonna—it'll have to be about the character and character development. I just don't know that I would—I would care. So, today, what about uh, you? What are you interested? But,
2: um, none of them. (laughs) Nice. No, for real, for sure. like it. It was a stretch for me to find three. the one.
1: The one I'm really curious about, is that I wonder if it'll work, is uh, Neil Patrick Harris's variety okay, show. Okay, okay,
2: that's a good example of one where I'm like, I, I, I do wonder if I yeah, wonder like, if they're all going to work. So, like, I don't know. <laughs>
1: but that's one I, I can see working really, really well, like being a it new could. Ed Sullivan type show. Well, and
2: and that one, I should have put that one in my three because, and also, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I guess I should switch those around. So I would put Neil's in my three, and then I would take Chuck and put it in my
1: yeah. Various. yeah. Yeah, it's called Best Time Ever, I think, for that one. It's supposed to be
2: like in front of a live audience with live giveaways and all kinds of things. So it'll be interesting as they try to kind of break into that.
1: Yeah. And then finally, the TV show we're sure is going to fail. For mine, I kind of cheated a little bit because I have access to some of these uh, pilots beforehand. And I've seen the pilot for this one. And it's awful. It's grandfathered. Uh, Oh, that looked (laughs) That looked really
2: bad. That did look really bad. It is
1: awful. It is really bad. Danae, what about you?
2: You, me, and the end of the world yeah i just was that and you know it's bad i'm making the judgment call based on just one picture mm-hmm. no research sure it just looks like it's not going to be good
3: josh what's you what's you mean the end of the world real quick
2: uh that is a that. bridges it's a british import the adrenaline fueled one hour comedy drama that stars rob Lowe. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. as far as i probably I like need rob to Lowe. go um, I too.
3: that's interesting um rob my Lowe's gonna show ba- up again m- my big wont wah is Coach, the Coach Reboot. Yeah,
2: Coach <laughs> Reboot, right? Are you
3: kidding? The, <laughs> the fans, the fans, yeah, the first time around were already too old for that show. And now it's like, this is a show they made 100% for 80-year-old people.
2: Can I, <laughs> can I say, though, like, as, while we're talking about Fall, well, we didn't talk about any of them that are going to come back. Yeah. I want to do there's, that maybe yeah. next time.
1: Hey, no problem. Absolutely. Because I, do like a fall there's preview. a few mm-hmm.
2: fall shows that I am excited. Like, I am waiting for them to absolutely. come back. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: We will absolutely do that. All right. Let's quickly do our uh, buried treasure. I want to make sure we get to that. Josh, we'll start with you.
3: Uh, I don't have a really good one. I, but I, because, but I do, I, I did just finish. Um, the first uh, five ep- ep- chapters. It's in this Omni book of uh, Ultimate Comic Spider-Man, which is Miles Morales, who is uh, the biracial Spider-Man. Right. Um. Uh. I, anyway, I, get, I I. know. I talk about my son all the time. My. You know. My son's biracial, and he loves Spider-Man. We found this, um, and it is like the. It's just a pot of gold for him. Uh, the kid's like 14 years old. Like it's, it's just everything. He's young. He, you know, he, anyway, so my son and I read it together, like these, this first Omni book. Anyway, I just, uh, yeah, if anybody, you know, you know, is looking for, you know, some, uh, superheroes that are minorities, like it's a great one. Good, <laughs>
0: that's, Good, that's call. It. Yeah. Good call.
1: Uh, Brenton in the comments says, um, Really? No one thinks rush hour is going to be awful? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, we absolutely. Do. We mm-hmm. all do. We all agree. <laughs> yeah.
3: um,
1: My buried treasure is another TV show that's coming out this fall that I've seen the pilot for that I was really surprised is good. And I'd encourage you to check out at least the pilot. It's called The Grinder, speaking of Rob Lowe. Um, and it's him and, oh, the kid from Wonder Years um, Fred Savage. Fred Savage. And I, it's a lawyer show where he is, like, oh, playing yes. a, a television lawyer, but his brother-in-law is a real lawyer, and all of a sudden he's trying to help his real lawyer brother-in-law with the cases, and it yes. just seems shticky and whatever, but it really worked. I thought it was really funny. I thought the, the characters worked really well together, and the premise seemed to click really well, so that's one that might actually be interesting and fun to watch. So uh, That was
3: read. actually on my question mark list, too, but it was yeah. down a little further.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Today, did you find some buried treasure?
2: I'm going to pick an app that I like to play. This is actually a game that I played when I was a little girl called Honeycomb Hotel. Nice. And I first found it on a forum back in the old days um, and purchased it. And it was sent on a floppy disk to my house. (laughs) Um, And then I got the CD version whenever it came out. And basically what it is, it's a puzzle game. And it's very basic, which is great to have just a straight up game. Um, It's a process of elimination game. So if you like to solve clues and then solve the puzzle.
1: Oh, yeah. It's a straight logic puzzle. It's a total logic puzzle.
2: So everything has one logical conclusion um, that you can draw from. And uh, the developer of it, he's developed multiple games. It's it's just something that I've played. Anyways, it's called Honeycomb Hotel. They do have a free version where you can kind of get it. And I learned on the computer system as a little girl, and so I knew right what to do when I got the app. But if you've never played it before, which is, in all cases, very likely, um, you know, you'll just have to kind of like hover over the clues. And when you hover over the clues, you can kind of see, you know, how it is. I have a Galaxy Note four, and so I have a pen I can play with on the, and I can hover over with my pen, and it'll tell me, you know, the stylus, hints and, yeah, yeah. So that makes it really, really easy. I have, I have not tried to play it. I can't imagine any it other would be kind easy to computer. play with
1: like, a finger touch unless you're on a tablet.
2: Yeah, maybe a tablet uh, would be best. But today you
3: have a huge phone.
2: Yeah, I do have a fantastic Nintendo phone. I
3: remember Nintendo playing phone. with your phone.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, my phone has some pretty cool features.
3: Speaking of
1: <laughs> which, the Galaxy Note 5, out today. I know. So wow.
2: Now, my, my phone is officially old now.
1: That's my, that's my second buried treasure in <laughs> the Galaxy Note <laughs> series. They're amazing. Um, I have played Honeycomb Motel. You actually introduced me to the sickness. And it is, there's a little bit of a barrier to entry, like you said. Yeah, there's a learning curve on it. The clues. But it's like chess in the way that, you know, once you learn what stuff does, it's just, there's so much to explore and so many different puzzles to, you know, try to figure out. So it's it's a lot of fun. So again, that's uh, Honeycomb Hotel.
2: Honeycomb Hotel. You can get the free version in your app store. Uh, But if you have a PC, I think you can actually uh, download a free kind of like PC game. If you want to try it on a PC, I think that's easier to use a mouse to play it than uh so it's mouse then stylus then just free with
3: you know.
1: Yes. The so. hardest way to play it is probably like using your pet's finger. You know, like, <laughs> that's right. that's difficult. Or
3: uh old tire. <laughs> An old tire might be a little Perhaps
1: more no. <laughs>
2: Did you say snow? Yeah, like a snowball. Because, you know, like, if your hands are cold, it doesn't Uh register on your device. Right. I was trying to...
3: I was trying to be... Yeah, yeah, that's why a snowball would be rough on it. (laughs) Because... Because it's cold. It's cold, (laughs) cold. that's why. Pay no attention. The integrity of a snowball is perfectly fine. Uh, And size and...
2: Oh, my goodness. Thanks, guys, so much for joining us for our live show here today. If you're able to join us in Mixler, if you're listening through our podcast feed, thank you guys so much for downloading Shoe the Dough live, whether you're downloading it from our mainstream on Shoe the Dough or our Sift Pop feed. Uh, If you are in the Sift Pop feed, you're going to have another one right after it, which is the spoiler episode. In fact, we're about to record that here. Just as soon as we finish up with this one, we're going to get into some of the details.
1: Yeah, it's a good reason to uh, subscribe to Sift Pop and iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you do podcasts. Uh, I have to say, there's been some our spoiler episodes in our Sift Pop feed are the most popular.
2: Really? Yeah.
1: So it's 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 pretty cool to see people go there and grab that stuff.
2: Well, then, Shoe the Doe fans, you better get out there and share it. They're <laughs> in a competition. Right. <laughs>
1: That's right. Let people know. Uh, we appreciate your time. As always, check out our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/Aaron. And Danae, and uh, help keep the show going, and help keep it growing. And uh, we thank you ahead of time for doing that. And uh,
2: Josh, thanks for joining us again today.
3: My
1: pleasure, as always. <laughs> and uh, and Josh, I just need you to know that that scratch you got on your arm. Yeah, you're, you're gonna live. You're, you're gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna, okay. Am I gonna be okay? You're gonna be okay, hey, man. He didn't shoot you. <laughs> he marked
2: you. Okay, that's what happened. <laughs> 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 Because we did our show and we're still alive. <laughs> <laughs>